everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility via natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining. Today, we are talking about an herb spotlight. I love me some herbs, uh, particularly Eastern medicine, because I find it so powerful in so many ways for so many things. And fertility is just an area where I think this type of medicine shines greatly. And I use herbal prescriptions for a lot of my patients who are not having success with other methods. And I see great improvements. Though I practice a traditional style in a lot of ways, I I also love to have it backed by research and I am constantly mining through studies to, you know, find a connection between why this herb or this herbal formula works well for different aspects of fertility. I know there's a doctor at NYU here in New York City who is studying astragalus and its effects on uh, lengthening telomeres, which are telomeres, they shorten as we age, and lengthening telomeres can potentially help egg quality when we're aging. So I'll, I'll dive into this, and, and I'll qualify this by saying, you know, though I'm doing a single herb spotlight and the, and the evidence around it, I don't necessarily recommend uh, just taking the single herb on its own. I, I don't think it is effective as doing it as part of a more comprehensive 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 formulation, I will tell you that this herb does make it into 90 something percent of my formulas because it is anti-inflammatory, it uh, sensitizes insulin, so it's better for your blood sugar and insulin balance, it's anti-aging, it is it promotes wound healing, it protects brain cells, it stimulates your metabolism, it's a potent antioxidant, it protects you against viruses, uh, inhibits cancer cells, protects your liver, protects the cardiovascular system, like this herb protects you um, and it regenerates your cells and it reverses damage from like daily lifestyle and stressors and um, free radical damage. And it's, I don't know if this is it, but I put it in so many of my formulas and my patients are always commenting about how their skin glows. Like, oh, my skin glows when I'm taking this formula. And maybe it's this herb that I put in there, but I, I do believe it's actually more a combination of the herbs that I put together that creates this effect. So anyway, astragalus, it can be referred to as the herb for anti-aging, though it has so many other uses that I think that that kind of diminishes it. So astragalus, also referred to as Huangqi, is really old in terms of the Materia Medica. Uh, It dates back to 110 BC, and the sages and the herbalists at that time talked about its anti-aging functions and its immunoprotective functions. In fact, in Chinese medicine, we classify this herb more as an immunoprotectant one, meaning that if you take this on a regular basis, you will be much less likely to Uh, get sick. There is another side to that in that if you take it when you're already sick, it's not good. 
um, like it will aggravate the immune response and make it worse. So if you're taking a formulation like a supplement or a formula or taking astragalus on its own, if you come down with something, you stop taking it until you're over that thing. Otherwise, it will it it has the potential to make you feel worse. Popular benefits of it are the anti-aging component that I mentioned. So it's in a lot of uh, extracts, tonics, and teas. Um, but keep in mind what I told you about how to use it because if you use it when you're sick, it's not it's not that great. Um, it has amino acids, trace elements, polysaccharides, zaponins, flavonoids, and phenolic acids. I mean, that probably doesn't mean that much to you, but those things are the things that makes make it have its effects on the body. The real magic when it comes to fertility, at least according to science, is um, about the telomeres. So shorter telomeres are linked to disease and aging. And many scientists believe that the best way to ascertain healthy aging is by looking at the length of the telomeres. Um, and these are the caps that protect the ends of the chromosomes, which shorten when cells divide. The length of the telomeres varies uh, with each person. Those with shorter telomeres are thought to be more likely to suffer chronic disease and age faster. For instance, the DNA telomere length of white blood cells, LTL, was shown to shorten with aging in 3,037 people between the age 79 and above, particularly in men. LTL shortening is correlated with decreased life expectancy, dementia, and other age associated diseases. So the link is between like aging and more rapid aging or degeneration of different um, systems in your body, including your um, mental faculties. So since astragalus or also called Huang Chi is a potent telomerase activator, this might be, you know, a solution for some people. And again, um, there are certain instances where it's not as helpful and there are certain people that maybe it's not as good for. Um, for example, if you're somebody who suffers from migraines, in certain cases it could aggravate it, but in a lot of cases it helps it. So it's not always a one-size-fits-all. So Telomeres can be lengthened by activating the enzyme telomerase, and that's where astragalus comes in. This herb is able to extend telomeres because it contains a group of compounds, astragalocides. One member is called cycloestradiol. And so this is the potent telomerase activator in rodent studies. A lot of the studies being done on egg quality and reversing aging and fertility is done on, on mice, unfortunately. It's so sad, actually, and we do need human studies. But So extract of the dried root of astragalus, um, reduce DNA damage, it improves the cell's ability to repair themselves. Some extracts can also increase an average telomere length and decrease the percentage of critically short telomeres and DNA damage. So researchers in the mice study or in several mice studies found that supplementing with this herb or the extracts of this herb improved indicators of blood sugar, like glucose tolerance, osteoporosis, skin fitness, this glow I was mentioning um, before. Another lab study which looked at the polysaccharide component of astragalus concluded that it had significant antioxidant and anti-aging effects. So this is where it comes in to the egg quality. Because if it has anti-aging effects, it can help to reduce the sort of age-related degradation of egg quality. And although not all egg quality issues are necessarily related to aging specifically, like somebody who's 32 years old can have egg quality issues, um, and that can be more lifestyle-related toxins or lifestyle choices, stressors. The thing is, is that the egg quality issue is still sort of like a damage to the cells. So this could 
reduce the DNA damage, the deep damage that's happening, um, and reverse it in a lot of cases, actually. So what do we do with this information? What we do with this information is this. We think about, you know, our own fertility issue. Is it an egg quality issue, for example? And if it is, then maybe we can think about how to incorporate this herb um, or extracts of this herb. And so here's my general advice around it. You can get an herbal prescription from an herbalist like myself or somebody um, with my training. And this will help you get a prescription that is specific for you. You could also try dosing astragalus on its own. And again, just only take it when you are not sick. And if you get sick, you stop taking it. And know that it takes some time for these things to take effect. And so if, you know, you have an IVF cycle that you're starting immediately, then you might not be getting much benefit in the short term. But if it's something that you can incorporate for a few months, then maybe it would be worthwhile to try. I still do recommend getting something prescribed as more a uh, like customized formulation for you. But because this herb shows so much promise, it's something to think about whether it resonates with you and whether it might make sense to incorporate. Thanks for tuning in. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.